Hello. Hi. Long time no see. Like really long time. I think the last time I uploaded was like the beginning of 2020, maybe. Um, <clears throat> it's been a crazy year, especially with COVID and everything. Like nobody expected that. Then it kind of hit everyone and life has changed a lot. Um, besides that, my personal life has changed a lot. Um, and the podcast has changed a lot. Hey, so I changed the name from the PG Talk to Luminate because I go by Luthien now, my name, at least online. Um, I don't know. It's a change, rebranding the podcast. It didn't make sense for me to go back into it with the same name and everything. So this is chapter two, hence the name of this episode. Um, yeah, this is episode seven. Um, but also a new chapter, a new season for this podcast. I kind of want to catch up with you guys, which... It's weird because the last time I uploaded an episode, I also was catching up with you guys. A lot has changed since then. A lot changed in the period of time that I spent editing that episode. Like when I posted it, nothing was the same as I was talking in the episode. Like everything changed. I was super happy with school and everything and life and when I was posting it, it wasn't the same anymore. Um, hence the name was, um, life was good when I recorded this, which was true. It was good. And when I was uploading it, it wasn't as good. It was very down. It was very like weird times, but Hey, episode seven, it's 11th of December, 2020, almost the end of the year now. Um, and there's a lot of new things. So let's talk about them. So last episode aged very badly. This is like the first note I have. It did age very badly. I was talking about how I love high school and it's interesting and not boring anymore and that like it's fun and I talk to my friends and break times and it's very enjoyable and shit. And it wasn't anymore after that episode. It was weird. It was... I don't know, a lot happened in school, in school with certain people. It, it just like changed everything. And I do not like school. <laughs> then obviously, of course, we're in the middle of a global, global fucking pandemic and school isn't even a thing anymore. Like we did almost the entire second half of school online and we took our we took our tests and our finals online. And then this year has fully been online since the beginning of it. And online school is like shit. Um, I'll talk about that later. Let's just catch up. Friends, I've made a lot of new friends, especially having too much time on my hands and uh, being on Twitter all the time. I've made a lot of good friends um and I'm very lucky for that I guess I've connected with a lot of new people and yeah it's very enjoyable very fun very fresh um I started taking French class 
So I'm a little bit getting into that now, which is crazy. Also really cool. Um, it's a hard language, but it's very enjoyable to learn, if that makes sense. Like it's very hard, but I also like very like enjoy it a lot when I get things right or can like make new sentences and shit. I think that's always been the case with English too. Like it's very like rewarding, I think, learning languages. So yeah, um, about art and shit, I've been getting into experimenting with my art style a lot. I started learning Blender a few days ago. I've been experimenting with like 3D, 2D stuff, uh, animation, shit like that. I've also been making a lot more music now. Um, I'm way better at producing than I was last year. Last year, I wasn't even confident enough in my music to like confidently share it with other people or like plug it or even talk about it anywhere. But now I'm super, super, super happy with what I'm making. And I have my debut album out now. It's released a few months ago, actually. And I think it's great. I love it. There's obviously a lot I have to improve on and what I can learn still obviously because i've been doing it for like a year maybe maybe less than a year um but i love that album i think it's very good it's not perfect but i think it's not bad either and i'm really proud of it and i think you should go listen to it it's called the curse of vanishing and yeah it's on spotify apple music wherever you listen to music it's probably there um but yeah, that's really fun. And I guess that's kind of all that has changed if we're talking about it in like the, like not in details. Um, so yeah, let's get into a few lessons I learned when I was gone from this podcast. So the first thing I learned, which was the reason I was gone from this podcast was that it's okay to take time for yourself. I think there was a period of time where I was like overworking myself with YouTube videos and podcasts and Instagram posts and kind of forcing myself to make content, but I wasn't focusing on my art or improving as much as I do now. I've learned that personal experience and like working on my art is way more important than posting on social media. Like I barely even post once a week on Instagram anymore. And yeah, that hasn't been good for my like engagement and followers and shit like I've been stuck at the same fucking number of followers for a year but I genuinely do not care because I'm getting better at my art and that's what matters at the end of the day I don't want to put out bad art and the response has been better too like when I put out something that is way better than stuff that I've put out before there's people that are that are more interested in my art now and I think that's very special and very great. So that has been kind of keeping me going. And I've been experimenting with different styles, with different mediums. I've gotten into oil painting, which was something that I had never done before. Um, and I love it. I think it's one of my favorite mediums like ever. I like it more than watercolors, more than color pencils, more than anything. It's probably my favorite traditional media. 
Uh, digital art still remains my favorite medium, I think, just because it's not messy and I really, really, really hate having to clean everything up and put everything back into its place after oil painting, uh, which is something I have to do or it stays on my desk for a week. Um, I don't like that aspect of it, but the process of painting with oil paints is just so fun and rewarding. It's very very, very smooth and everything is just so like calming, I guess, is the word. <laughs> um, another lesson that I learned is social media isn't cupcakes and rainbows all the time. It's not always going to be good. It's not always going to be like people enjoying your art. Sometimes people do not care and that's okay. And that's how people are. I don't care about some people that I cared about before. It's just how life is. People grow, they change interests, they, I don't know. It's just people are constantly changing. Social media is constantly changing. Instagram's algorithm is constantly changing too <laughs> with everything. And while it's also like really sad to see people don't care, certain people don't care anymore, it's okay. And that's just how life is. It's not always great. It's not always what you want it to be. But then at the same time, there's new people that care. And that's amazing. So another lesson is real friends stay, but fake ones go. And that's okay. And this is true. Um, I've been, I have friends that I've been friends with like for so long now. And we might have been like talking less, but we're always there for each other, if that makes sense. Like we're all fucking busy as fuck. And we might not talk every day, but we know that we're friends. We know that we're friends still. Not talking doesn't mean that we're doubting our friendship anymore. And I think that's like a level of friendship that like isn't really common. Like you, you can't say that about every person. Like there's a few people that you know that you're friends with and that they will always be there for you no matter what. If you haven't even talked in two months, you know that if something happens, you can jump into their DMs and talk about it with them and they will be there for you when they're, they have time. And then there's friends that aren't that way and that's okay because people come and people go and that kind of gets into my next lesson, which is some people grow apart. You might have been good friends, like two years ago, but that doesn't mean that you will say good friends for life. People change. <laughs> I think that's a common theme, common like theme in what I've been talking about, but people do change and that's true. And friendships get ruined because people change and it's okay. It doesn't always have to end on an argument or something. Just sometimes stop talking and go your different ways. And the last one is do not trust people easily. I think this comes from my trust issues because of a lot of stuff that has happened this year. Um, I don't trust people. I mean, I say that, but then I trust people easily. I mean, I don't want to trust people. That's kind of like what I'm trying to say. But still, I become friends with people very easily and shed. But yeah, that's kind of like the last point that I wanted to make. Now let's talk about, let's talk about the pandemic that's going on right now. <laughs> it's been shed. It definitely has for a lot of people. I haven't really been affected by it that much. I never really 
went out or I don't know, went to cafes or restaurants with my friends or to the park or anything. So lockdown didn't really affect me at all. And I still do not care about lockdown. But there's a lot of other changes that came with the pandemic that have affected me, like online classes and stuff like that. My attention span is just as short as I am. <laughs> it's so hard for me to focus in online school. I haven't been on top of my classes. I haven't been on top of my assignments. I have so many missing assignments as we're talking. I should probably be doing my French exercises right now for my class tomorrow, but I'm not. I've been procrastinating like hell and it's just been not that great, you know? But besides school, quarantine has been giving me a lot of time to work on my art and make music. And it has also given me new material to talk about. And yeah, I don't know. I guess I have a lot of free time because I don't have to go out. Like there's a lot of time spent transporting between this class and that class and school and home and this place and that place and all of that time is now my free time to work on art and music and writing and doing shit like that. My webcomic still isn't done. That is something I think that I have talked about before in this podcast and the past episodes. Still not done, but I don't care. I'm taking my time with it because I want it to be great. And it's never going to be perfect because I evolve as I'm doing it because it's a process that takes a long time it's not a single like panel like it's not a single piece of art where I make it and it's done and the next piece I make isn't connected to it that's not the way webcomics work everything is connected and I know that if I started right now in a year my the episodes that I will be making in a year are going to be much better than the episodes that I'm making right now and that's okay but I still want to take my time with it and make sure that I'm happy with something that I'm putting out because if I know if I if I'm not happy, then I'm not confident in promoting it and it's gonna flop. So um but yeah. Besides that, online school, as I was saying, everything's online now. I don't really care about classes, which I don't think is going to be good when it comes to the teachers giving us scores. Because to be honest, I don't even know. A few of my teachers, like, I best, like, they have never, like, a few of them have probably never heard my name. And that's not good, but that's just the way it is. And um, I have been on top of my exams, though. I have been taking all of them, making sure that I don't miss any of them. And they have been kind of good. Um, I did geometry exam. That was really easy, I think. I studied a little bit for it, and it was good. Um, it had calculus. That was like the hardest one. No, it wasn't the hardest one, but it was really, really, really hard. Um, cause I woke up at like 9.30 and the exam was at 10.30 and I hadn't studied before. So I had to study like a whole chapter in an hour and it did not work as you could imagine. It was really stressful, but yeah, that's fine it's over. Um, chemistry exam was good too. Physics was shit. I did not understand a single word any of the questions were saying. And I even studied for it. I literally read the book, but I could not, couldn't like make out what they were trying to say. It's so fucking hard. 
I'm really, 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 really mad that I chose mathematical physics as my major in high school. It was one of the worst decisions I've ever made in my entire lifetime, I think. I, I'm like this close to dropping out and going to art school. But we don't have any like good art school in my city and I really don't want to go to a shitty school with shitty people and shitty teachers. Ugh, cause like art is so important to me and like a big part of my life. And I know that by doing that, I will be ruining my experience with art and I'm gonna fucking hate it cause a lot of my friends did that. And like, yeah, it doesn't like permanently damage it. Like you're gonna go back into art and like loving it after school is done, but like, I don't know. It's I don't know. I'm going to like despise making art if I go to a shitty art school. Um, I don't know. It's just a lot of confusion, I guess. I mean, I think that's something that a lot of people have been experiencing, like different ages, different countries, different struggles, different parts of life, I guess. Whether you're in school or you have a job or you're you have a family, I think people have been just confused this year and we've been getting hit with like um fucking train wrecks every like two months it's been a crazy 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 year but yeah that's just how it is and yeah that was all I kind of wanted to talk about honestly I will probably get into details of more topics and stuff like that in the other episodes this was kind of like the beginning of a new chapter and Now I'm going to be talking about movies and music and TV shows and stuff that I've been watching and listening to and seeing and reading in the past few months. Yeah, let's go. So Euphoria, um, one of the best shows I've ever watched in my entire lifetime. I've never seen a show take something crazy and like so deep as like addiction and there's obviously a lot of other stuff going on in the show too, but like the main theme is addiction, shit like that. And do it in such a beautiful way without glamorizing it. Like 13 Reasons Why was a really popular show about like, oh, it's so like relatable, like depression and this. But I feel like that show really like was the definition of glamorizing something. Euphoria just does it so well that you're watching it and you know that it's not glamorized. It's not being glamorized at all while still being a beautiful show. And I don't know, there's like so many lessons to learn from that show, I feel like. And there's a lot of like real life issues that are being addressed in it. And there's obviously a lot of conversations that are being started, especially in this special episode that just came out. Um, Like they, it was literally like we got tricked into a therapy session like that's what it was we got tricked into a therapy session I cannot fucking talk for some reason and I'm I really appreciate that because I feel like a lot of people watched it with their friends or made their families watch it or I feel like it started a lot of conversation my mom watches Euphoria and like she loved that episode and she loves the whole season like she loves all the characters and it's really great to see her like see how what teenagers go through, I guess. It was basically therapy, especially like the special episode. Like it was a therapy session. Ali is definitely like the uh, like uh, role of uh, Rue's therapist, I feel like. Like that's what he's doing. <laughs> um, 
And the thing is, like, it's so crazy. Like, the entire show is so crazy. Like, there's so many characters that are going through so many, like, crazy situations. Like, everything with Nate and, like, uh, Jules and, like, the whole, like, Maddie situation at the carnival and shit like that. It's, like, very... I feel like not something that happens to everyone, but I feel like everyone, every teenager has experienced something in this show in like a scaled down way, at least, right? Like, I feel like everyone has been through that. And I think there is a character for everyone to relate to. Um, and I think that's very beautiful because it's showing people that they're not alone and they're showing people that, hey, like this is happening and it is a problem but everyone's going through it and yeah that's like all i have to say about euphoria like it's just so good like the soundtrack like are you kidding me like labyrinth literally like is a musical genius like the entire soundtrack has been on repeat since it came out like i cannot like emphasize enough on how good this soundtrack is i don't even like listening to soundtracks like this is just like perfection to be honest Another thing, another show that I want to talk about is American Horror Story. I watched Apocalypse like last year or like when it came out. It was like 2018, I think, actually. Yeah, because last year was 1984, which I also watched. And I've also watched Hotel, but I haven't ever watched any other episodes. I started Murder House like in 2018, but I got bored and I didn't get through it. So... I got back into it this like last month because I had a lot of free time and I was like, what the fuck am I going to watch? And I was like, oh, I never finished American Horror Story. Um, honestly, it's so good. I started with Coven um, this month. I started with Coven because it's a lot of my friend's favorite season and I totally get why. I don't think it's my favorite, favorite season, to be honest. It was really good, actually. I don't know. I don't know where my ranking stands, to be honest. Like, my rank, I have different rankings uh, in, like, different aspects. Like, stories, characters, like, uh, the endings. Because I feel like Asylum has the best ending, like, ever in American Horror Story. I also just finished Cold, and now I'm watching Freak Show. And after that, I um, plan on watching Roanoke. Uh, and then I'm going to rewatch hotel probably because i do not remember how it ended i just remember the characters and the plot but i don't remember how it ended at all and then i'm gonna watch murder house because i find it really boring because i remember watching it and not getting through it so i'm gonna save that for last then i'm gonna rewatch uh, apocalypse before season 10 comes out um never going to rewatch 1984 that's like single-handedly do the worst season like i don't even have to watch roanoke or um fucking freak show to know that like i did not like 1984 at all it felt like american crime story like it was so boring like the rest of the episodes always have this like um i don't know there's something to them that like you're like oh this is american horror story but like 1984 didn't have that for me like it was super like boring until like the last few episodes and i feel like it could be on american crime story like a fantasy edition of it because <laughs> like there's obviously like um not in real life like stuff like with ghosts and shit like that happening in it so it's not like a crime story but i feel like the vibe of it just gave me like screamed american crime story to me but 
Sarah Paulson, can we talk about her? She's like literally like the best actor ever. Like the actresses and actors in like American Horror Story are like just chef's guess. And I think that was one of the reasons that 1984 didn't really hit as as hard as the other seasons too. Because like we didn't have Ryan, we didn't have fucking Evan Peters and we didn't have Sarah Paulson either, which was so disappointing. Like what the fuck? Like it's not American Horror Story without Sarah Paulson and Evan Peters. Like how do you do that? And like... Sarah Paulson does every role so well. Like, Lana Winters, or like, fucking a- anyone, Ali from, like, Cold. So it's just so good. Like, she does every role so good. And, like, she's been getting clowned on TikTok for, like, the cry screaming. But I think it's so, like, it's kind of crazy. Like, nobody cries like that in real life. But also, like, there's so much emotion in there that you, like, totally believe that it's real. She's just so good. Another thing I wanted to talk about was Lana Winters. Because it's a really, really, really interesting topic. Because she's a really interesting and complex character. Because there's a, there's a lot of like thinking to do about whether she's good or not. Like, was she doing any good? Like, if you're only doing something good for your own gain, is this, are you still considered a good person? Or are you just selfish? Because, I don't know, she obviously did something good. She closed down the fucking asylum. But for what? I feel like the reasoning behind it is really important. But at the same time, it doesn't make her a bad person, in my opinion. I feel like there's like a really thin line between being selfish and doing good (laughs) when it comes to Lana Winters. Like, she did a lot of, like, good. But she... I don't know. The reasoning behind it wasn't what we thought, right? She wasn't doing it because of all the like innocent patients in there. She was doing it so she could get famous. But it was still some good, you know? So it's like very interesting like topic, I feel like. Um, Well, like at the end, I feel like she should have just aborted him if she wanted to kill him. Like that made, like that was really funny to me. I don't know why. Oh my god. Like it was just like so funny. Like you couldn't abort it, but then you could kill it. I guess like it was deserved to be honest, because like he was going to kill her either way. Like I did not trust him. Like, yeah, like at the end, like it was it seems like he wasn't going to do it, but we all knew at some point he was going to do it again. So I'm happy that she did that. But yeah, that's everything on my mind about American Horror Story right now. Besides, Evan Peters is so fucking hot. I love him. And he's so good. Like, Kai from Cult is like one of the like best acted characters ever. It's like, he's so good. He's also such a complex character. Because like he's a Trump supporter. But then like you see like stuff about him from the past of like when like um winter was talking about him and he was so different and it's he's a very complex character too i feel like i love american history (laughs) american history i love american horror history because of that because they have really really complex well well thought out characters you don't really find any characters that are like throwaway fillers if that makes sense um getting into music I wanted to talk about After School by Millie Martinez. She snapped. 
she finally gave it gave it to us. We had been waiting for it for a long time since K through twelve um, dropped, and she delivered. She removed copycat and fire drill from it. Thank God, I did not like those singles. I did not like copycat at all. It was not really a good song. Like we can all agree on that, right? Like it wasn't that good. And Fire Drill was really, really, really good until it was released and then I overplayed it and I could not listen to it anymore. So I'm really glad that we didn't get those tracks on after school because uh, it's a short EP too. If we got those two, then we wouldn't have two great songs. The entire EP is like very similar, I feel like, in what, like, vibe-wise. It's very like Melanie Martinez, but still it's a very new sound for her. I feel like... It's much more personal, obviously, we know that from the lyrics, but it's also like different while being the same. Like, I feel like if you're not a diehard Millie Martinez, then you will listen to it and be like, hey, this is the same thing. But if you know her and if you're a fan of her, I feel like you would appreciate the like uniqueness of the songs. I really, really liked um, Field Trip and Numbers. Those are like my top two. Numbers is definitely my number one on the EP. A lot of people hate it because of like the weird like distortion in the end of the bridge. But I genuinely love that song so much. I felt like the distortion even is really good. And it's so unique too. Like the BPM changes and then these uh, time signature changes. It's so like weird while also being so great um my least favorite on the ep is brain and heart it's it's okay i feel like it's piggyback recycled if that makes sense like it's so similar to piggyback in my opinion like it's just it's just not as like hard-hitting as the other tracks on the ep the bakery is like a such a good fucking bop and yeah that's after school, I really liked her rapping, kind of, in a field trip chorus. Like, that part is so good. But I need remixes from that EP. Like, I want uh, Ashniko Melanie collab or Doja Cat collab. Like, we've been asking for it for so long, and I know that Doja and Ash would love to do that as well. Like, where is it? Like, we would love to see it. <clears throat> but... Besides that, I want to talk about my taste in music because it has changed a lot. Last time I made an episode, I talked about how different my music taste was from like the year before, but now it's even more different. I've been listening to a lot of Dorian Electra, which is something that I would never think I would listen to. Like they're a very, very like weird hyper pop kind of like artists with a lot of influences from different genres like it's not a single thing that you go in and expect from them like if they drop a record you're gonna have many 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 different influences from different music in it and I really like that like um I discovered them through Adam and Steve music video on YouTube and I loved it immediately and then I listened to um flamboyant album and it was so good like I was immediately hooked because it was so different than what I listened to at the time um the closest I had gotten to that kind of like hyper pop music was Charlie by Charlie XCX self-titled album and I loved that album but also wasn't really into any other hyper pop like um 
songs or artists, but I love Dorian Electra so much. Flamboyant was such an amazing album. And then slowly from Flamboyant, I got into, uh, I discovered their remix uh, with 100 Gags of, um, what is it called? Gag to You. Um, I found that remix with Dorian Electra on it. And then I discovered 100 Gags from there and I listened to them and fuck, they're so good too. Like, they get a lot of hate from like people who don't like hy- like hyper pop because it's just so such like weird music like it's not everyone's taste and like sometimes it's so bad that it's good like I need help immediately it's such a like weird song that it's like some parts of it are just good because they're bad if that makes any sense but I love it I, I don't know there's just something about it that like is like speaks to my soul um during Lystra's new record um my agenda was really great as well especially like I've been uh listening to Edgelord on repeat we got fucking hyper pop Rebecca Black and I think that's like the best thing that's happened in 2020 uh I've been listening to a lot of Slater as well she's very 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 over the top as well I feel like uh, she's like somewhere in the middle of like rap and pop and hyper pop and like a mix a really great mix of all of them like I've been loving the new like stuff that she's been putting out um self-destruct was amazing like I love that so much of course it's so hard and uh throat Silla is such a fucking fun bop it's like daddy af part two uh before this year the only song that I listened to by Slater was um daddy af and like I'm so happy that I got throat Silla. it's so good like Ugh, I love her so much. Uh, I've been getting into I Speak a lot. Um, they're very different as well. They're like super like witch house, kind of like trap, like, but also sometimes pop, Russian band. And what they're doing with their music is like really, 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 really great. And I really appreciate them for that. Like, they talk about a lot of serious topics uh, that are, like, relevant in Russia. And they get a lot of, like, bad, get into a lot of bad situations because of that. And they're so fucking brave for what they're doing. And I really, really love them so much. And their music is just flawless. Like, this world is, like, is such a bop. And, like, the rest of her songs, too. Like, March marching and um boohoo and i don't fucking know um sad bitch is such a bop like even though they're like mostly in russian almost all of them i still listen to them and i don't really listen to any other like foreign music other than russian because of high speak um there's also um pussy riot and the uh, title track in my agenda by Dorian Electra and they're kind of like the same thing like they do a lot of riots in Russia and stuff and their base their uh verse and my agenda was really good as well but yeah um that's a lot about music Taylor Swift dropped another surprise album like today that was insane like I literally could not believe what I was hearing like um I thought it was a like a fake account, you know, when like uh, Twitter like stands like change their like uh, profile picture in the end and add some sort of emoji to say it looks like a verified thing. I thought it was fake at first, but then it was like holy shit, like this is real. Like we got folklore like 
a handful of months ago. And now we're getting another surprise album. And she's literally insane. Like, she's absolutely crazy for that. I haven't listened to it fully yet, to be honest. It dropped on this morning for me. And it's like 6 p.m. I haven't listened to it yet. There was a lot of new music today, actually. Uh, we got Boy Shit from Madison Beer, which I've loved. Like, I've been listening to it on repeat the entire day since I listened to it when I woke up. It's so good. I'm so excited for um, Life Support, the album. Like, it's going to be so great. And we also got a new single from uh, Dodie's upcoming uh, record, Rainbow, which is such a sweet song. We've also been listening to that on repeat. It's like so relatable, so beautiful. So like Dodie just like fills my soul with joy and like warmth and like sitting by a fireplace and drinking hot chocolate. Um, what else did we get today? I feel like there's more. Oh, we got a Ashniko and Miku collab. Daisy 2.0, which is like a revamp of Daisy. And it's so good. It's such an iconic duo. Like, I cannot, like, stress this enough, like, how iconic this is. Like, you don't, like, understand. Like, top 10 iconic anime duos, to be honest. It's so good. Um, the track is really great as well. But, yeah, I haven't still listened to Evermore, which is the second surprise album we've gotten by um, Taylor Swift. She's insane. She's insane. Love her. Um, we still haven't gotten Kemptress over to Country Club. Uh, I'm really, really excited for that. Uh, there's a rumor that a new single of the album is dropping this Friday and that she's going to be on Fallon this Monday, but I don't know how much I trust rumors anymore. I hope it's true because I really want new music from Lana. We got um, Summertime, like the new version. I don't know what it's called. I forgot. Uh, we got that track and also we got uh, Let Me Love You Like a Woman. Both so good. I'm really excited for the album. Um, yeah, Jack, and Jack Antonoff is producing it, so it has to be good again. Like, he never lets us down, so I'm really excited for that. Um, also... Uh, we got the poetry book. I actually just got the book, like, on iBooks, like, Apple Books. Um, <clears throat> I haven't gone through it fully, but I did listen to the audiobook fully. There's a few more poems, I feel, I think, on the, in the, like, the actual book. And there's less on the audiobook. But I love the audiobook so much. I've, like, listened to it, like, three times on, like, fully. Um... It's, like, so good. And, like, her voice is so soothing. Like, she could literally, like, speak gibberish into my ears. And I would be like, oh, my God, she's, like, such a great poet. Uh, <laughs> but she is a great poet. I feel like she's really amazing. She's, like, one of the best lyricists of her generation. Alongside with Taylor, which I have to go listen to evermore now. But also do my fucking French exercises for tomorrow's class. That's, I think, all I have to talk about today. Um, I talked a lot. I feel like I don't know how many minutes it's been. Quiet. Oh, it's been 37 minutes. A little bit more than that because I recorded this in two parts. But yeah, that's all I have to talk about. I hope you have a great day, week, month. I don't know when the next episode is coming. I will try to get on a schedule. Um, I love talking. 
lot, uh, as you can tell. So I feel like I will be making more episodes soon. So thank you for listening and goodbye.